I'm Leah Potter, the Hatchet's Managing Director, and this week I'm stepping in for getting to the bottom of its host, Meredith Roten. I'm here with our culture editor, Sydney, who's here to tell us about this year's student orientation guide. Thanks for coming on, Sydney. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about this new guide because this year there was a change in the way GW does orientation. So from colonial inauguration, they changed it to new student orientation. And there's a lot of cool improvements and changes. Um, So the freshman class will be experiencing something new for the first time. Students will be arriving for the first time on campus this week. Do you have any tips or tricks for them while navigating campus or maybe any shortcuts for getting around? Yes, definitely. We have a couple of really good tips and tricks in terms of navigating through campus. And the first thing that I like to say is that you just want to cut diagonally as much as you can. So instead of walking on the city blocks like Google Maps might tell you to, just cutting through a lot of places is your go-to. If you're walking around the center of campus, what's an easy shortcut to take? So I would definitely recommend Kogan Plaza. Um, It has multiple entrances on each side because it's kind of a square plaza. So if you're going to cut through anywhere in the center, I would say cut through Kogan and just exit on the side that's nearest to where you're going. All right, so now new students know how to get places. Let's move on to dining options and also how to save money on campus. The first tip I would say is to get the Git app, and that is the app that GW uses that you can link your personal account to. And once you get the app, you can log in and you can see how much you have remaining on your G-World, and then you can use it to budget for the rest of the semester. While it's tempting to get food delivered to your dorm, I would definitely recommend checking on the Git app to see if there's free delivery or not, because certain places on the Git app will deliver, but they will not deliver for free. So a great way to save money is to just pick it up on your own and avoid the extra charge. And do any places on campus offer deals just for students or anyone using their G-World to pay? Yes, there's a lot of places on campus that have something called meal deals. For example, the new restaurant Kin Sushi offers an $8 lunch and you can have your choice of a poke bowl with unlimited toppings or you can get one of their standard rolls with a beverage, and that, like I said, is only $8. Between navigating campus and also figuring out how to pay for all of your meals, freshman year can be a stressful time for anyone, but what are some of the perks of being a freshman? There are actually a lot of perks for being a freshman, believe it or not, and one of them is called District Connections, which is a program that hosts free weekly activities around DC. Last year, the class of 2022 enjoyed several group outings, including a Nationals game, a show at Ford Theater, and the DC Comedy Festival, and those were all free to any freshman. All you need to do to participate is to register online, and the information for this year's programming will be released by the Center for Student Engagement through emails that come out every single week. Another cool perk that freshmen have is called the Eccles Prize for Freshman Research Excellence, and that is an essay contest that only freshmen can submit to. Winners typically make great use of resources made available by the library services, and they weave all the information that they gathered through archives and books and papers. So judges choose the winner based on who makes the best use of resources made available by GW's library services, and the winner will win $500. It sounds like freshmen have some great perks when first coming to GW. 
GW is also known for being very politically active and having a lot of activist organizations on campus. What can freshmen expect in terms of different causes or advocacy groups on campus? This past April, student leaders urged officials to consider new methods to reduce food insecurity faced by students. One of those ideas was opening a new dining hall. In 2016, J Street, GW's last dining hall, closed, and since then there's been a lot of complaints about affordability. Officials have not announced any plans for a new dining hall. Also on the docket for student advocacy efforts is changing the name of the Marvin Center. What's the status on that? So, in the fall of 2017, a group of student leaders launched an effort to examine the people behind university building names, one of those being the Marvin Center. The Marvin Center is named after former university president, Cloyd Heck Marvin, and during his tenure from 1927 to 1959, he openly supported the university's segregationist policies and was known for being religiously intolerant. Eight months after the student leaders launched our effort, the project was at a standstill and no formal proposals were made. However, last October, SA leaders relaunched the charge and submitted a proposal to President LeBlanc to create a committee comprised of faculty, students, and officials who were researched the building names. The committee has yet to make progress, but it's still an ongoing conversation. Well, thanks for coming on, Sydney, and giving us a debrief of this year's student orientation guide. It's great to have you back. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm here with one of our news editors, Lizzie, who has a story this week about the new student orientation. Thanks for coming on, Lizzie. Thanks so much for having me. Tell me what is different about this year and how does it compare to last year's colonial inauguration? This year, um, first year and incoming students uh, will participate in a first of its kind orientation. Um, the university has entitled New Student Orientation. Previously, student orientation for any um, incoming student was called Colonial Inauguration. In previous years, it was offered during select weekends throughout June and August. However, this during this year's orientation, the, or the programming will span from Wednesday through Sunday and we'll have different schedules for first year students versus transfer students. From Wednesday through Sunday, there will be programming for first year students and families while transfer students and their families will have programming on Thursday and Friday of this upcoming week. Now, previously, a couple years back, during orientation, parents were able to, parents and other family members were able to attend what the university called GW 101 sessions, where they learned about how families could be involved in their students' academic advising and academic plan, as well as how to best support their students during college. Um, and siblings were also given separate programming that they could participate in during those weekends. However, in 2017, the university decided to do away with in-person parent sessions during orientation because they wanted to make, um, they not only wanted to make the orientation sessions smaller um, in terms of the number of students that they could have, but they also really wanted to focus on academics, like registering for classes and advising and things like that. Now, however, this year with all the new changes, 
students had to register for classes over select days between July and August, but then during orientation um, this upcoming week, they'll be able to meet with their academic advisors one-on-one -on -one to go over any questions that they have. Tell me about some of the new programming for this year's orientation and sort of who was involved with that process. So Benjamin Toll, who is currently serving as the interim dean of undergraduate admissions, told the Hatchet that not only were administrators and GW officials involved in the process, but student leaders also played a significant role as well. Um, he said that during orientation, students will participate in a kickoff event on the first evening and will also be able to attend events like a financial aid open house and other informational sessions about internships and about wellness and things like that. Um, student leaders who we spoke with said that they were involved in some of the initial planning stages of the orientation and also said that they will be largely involved in the upcoming days of orientation. S.J. Matthews, the student association president who is also serving as an orientation leader, told me that orientation leaders during programming will have their own group of students who they will uh, join during different uh, social programming, be there to answer any questions they have about academics, about GW as a whole, and GW student life, and will even walk students around campus to show them how to get to their classes on the first day. Also, I spoke with Trinity Diaz, the president of the Residence Hall Association, who told me that RHA has been involved in planning a movie night on the Mount Vernon campus for incoming students that will happen on Thursday. She said that RHA has been working with Kendra Scott, who is the director of New Student Orientation. She said that they met with Scott uh, starting in April until the end of last academic year. And throughout the summer, she's been in contact with uh, the student orientation coordinators working out logistics and her team will be on call um, on Thursday to pass out snacks and meet with students um, on Thursday night um, and she really said that that event will be used for students to get out on one of the first nights of orientation build connections and meet each other and she said that RHA really wanted to be involved in the process because the Mount Vernon campus has the largest amount of um, first-year students out of both campuses, so she thought it would be a great opportunity for RHA to start building connections with students the moment that they step on campus. Well, thanks for giving us the lowdown on everything about the new student orientation this year, and will you be following up with how this year's events and programming went? Thanks so much for having me. The Hatchet will be speaking with students and student orientation leaders, as well as parents who participated in this new student orientation. So stay tuned for more. Great. Thanks, Lizzie. Thanks so much. That's all for this week. Thanks for joining us on Getting to the Bottom of It. Getting to the Bottom of It is hosted by Meredith Roten and features culture editor Sydney Lee. This podcast is produced by Meredith Roten and Jacob Fullbag. Music is produced by Olk Studio. Special thanks to Lizzie Mintz for joining us. Meredith will be back next week for getting to the bottom of it. See you next week.